All right, welcome to another episode of the 495 Podcast, sponsored by Greater Long Island Media Group. This is your host, Michael White, along with Nick Esposito. And today we are with Kelly Berduccia. <laughs> Good? Berduccia. <laughs> oh, man, I really, I really shit the bed after the 10. Mike practiced like six times. Yeah. And, he was uh, in the mirror slapping his face. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy Lyons. Correct. The owners and founders, right? Correct. Of uh, North Fork Donut Company. Correct. Yes. 10 months old. You guys are located in Mattituck. Yeah. And, um, oh, no. Yeah, and we're in Patchogue right now. My beer a little bit, sorry. Thanks for taking the ride. Did you guys come from Mattituck today, or did you come from, you're, you're in Yapank, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Came from Mattituck. Yeah, oh, we're so there. you went out and yeah. then nice, and, nice and early, yeah. Well, yeah, time to make the donuts, I guess. Yeah, yeah. very yep. early. Yeah. All bakers, they just work the night shifts. Is yeah. that usually how it works? For yeah. the most part, I would For the say. most part, yeah. What, what's like your schedule look like? Yeah, what are your hours like? So uh, the shop, when we first opened, it was just Kelly and I. So it was really difficult for us. So you worked 24 hours. Uh, yeah, Basically, pretty much. Right. The yeah. entire summer. Yeah. Uh, and it was funny because in the beginning we were like, you know, should we hire people? I was like, nah, we, we got this. Just the two of us. We're going to figure this out. You yeah. know, payroll company came in. How many employees do I have? We're like, uh, just two. I think we're going to be all right. Yeah, that was a huge mistake. And uh, one, we couldn't handle the, the load that we were already incurring. Like we, mm-hmm. we couldn't open at, at 9 a.m., which is when we first started opening because we didn't have any help. So uh, we couldn't do that. So we had to hire a ton of people. And now we open at 6 a.m., which is great because we have great staff now. But uh, to open at 6 a.m., we have to be there at 3 a.m. to start the donuts. Mm. Wow. And uh, just 3 a.m. So when you wake yeah, up, like, it, it, it's wow. actually, it doesn't sound that bad anymore. 3 a.m. It really doesn't. Well, for holidays and stuff, we're usually in at like 1.32. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So what, when do you go to bed? Like, should you be sleeping right now? Yeah. What for time is it part. actually? <laughs> I guess it's 2 we, o'clock. We do. We go to bed at like, it's like midnight for you guys. Yeah. yeah. You guys just ate before you came here. So uh, was that dinner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, dinner and toast. You pulled it off. Yeah. More or less. That's uh, it's like the in between yeah. dinner and lunch for us, <laughs> yeah. pretty wow. much. Yeah. I mean, there's been times where, I mean, it's it's almost like embarrassing. Like I look out, I look out our bedroom window. I'm like, are we really going to bed right now? And it's it's, it's still light out. it's still light out. Yeah. And our daughter's like. I don't want to go to bed. You know, it's a like, light like, you know, get in the bed, go to sleep. We got to wake up at 3 a.m. But yeah. It's like it's 5:45. <laughs> How? What are you doing over here? Yeah. My headset not working. And then I dropped my phone three times, <laughs> and I spilled my beer over my. <laughs> oh man! How old your daughter? Seven. Oh wow! So she must love donuts, huh? Yeah, she does. That's like perfect. She definitely. She's not sick of them yet. That's for sure. Was this her idea? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it might have been. <laughs> yeah, she loves it. She's. She she works there actually on the weekends. In the summer she's Cute. there all summer yeah. with us. Mm. She's a donut taster. She's that's I mean that's like her part time gig there. <laughs> so she loves that. But the full time gig is actually she actually works. She you'll see her. You come into the she's shop tired. at any time. She'll be sweeping. She'll be washing the windows. Oh, her main awesome. job is uh, pouring coffee, like our cold brew, the nitro and the cold brew. She'll sit back there all summer long and um, pour cold brew and nitro for people who get it. And she has a little tip cup that she makes. And she's seven. She's learning how to read and spell. She's really good at it, but she spells tips, I think, T-I-P-P-S. Yeah. Mm. So she has a little cup. It makes it even cuter. It makes it even cuter. That's better than T-I-T-S. Yeah. Yeah. I would prefer tips for our daughter. So, yeah, she's back there making tips all summer. And she did, I think she made, her goal was to buy a trampoline this year. She didn't quite hit that. But I think she made, like, almost $200 a summer as a six-year-old. Wow, that's awesome. She saved it all, too. She's loving it. She is. Oh, nice. So good. And uh, what's her name? Tegan. Tegan. Pretty name. Thank you. Uh, yeah, my daughter's five. She wants to be a candy maker. Oh, 
and she's been saying this so since cool. she was three. And she, when she was at the three-year-old program at the Y, she had all the two, three, four, and five-year-olds like running a candy shop. That's the so teacher's awesome. like, we never seen anything like, like this. Where, yeah. She has the three-year-olds uh, doing this, and the four. Everyone was delegated jobs. You know, I'm like, so, wow. I think, so we, I, I think we need gonna, her in our kitchen. I yeah, right. So yeah, that. I'm setting it up. Yeah. Uh, I asked her the other day again. I'm like, what do you want to be when you grow up? She's like, Dad, I keep telling you, candy maker. <laughs> so she's like, it's pretty, not gonna change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's pretty. Uh, she's pretty she's uh, adamant, adamant about that. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. So uh, how these first? Uh, well, for one, um, when did you first come up with the idea? And then how did you end up in Mattituck? And how long did that process take? Well, and where in Mattituck exactly? So, firstly, we're uh, we're on Main Road in Mattituck, right mm -hmm. next to Love Lane. So if you're familiar with out east at all, you probably know Love Lane. So if you're heading east on Main Road, you uh, will see Love Lane on your left-hand side. We're right past it. we got our own little parking right lot. Right next to the liquor store? Uh, right next to the liquor store. And there's a, so in our parking lot, there's the beer store and our store. Mm -hmm. So we just bought the beer store, and we're uh, contemplating what to do over there as far as oh, wow. expanding the donut shop. Cool. Um, so it, But there is a liquor store right next to it. Gotcha. So yeah, yeah. We have our own little parking lot. You can, it's, it's not... It's missable. I mean, it's not. It's mm -hmm. not. It doesn't pop out, but it's there. And um, I mean, it, it, yeah. The, the parking lot's kind of small, but uh, we're right next to Love Lane in Mattituck. Um, so as far as the the idea and where it came from, I think uh, I've always I've always loved to cook. I've been in the beer world for a long time, and uh, reasoning for that is I, I just I always loved the science behind it. I loved uh, the cooking aspect of brewing. Mm -hmm. I loved uh, the craft and the culture of it. So I've always been into it uh, on my end as far as cooking goes. And um, I'll speak for Kelly real quick. And I know she's always she's been a baker for her whole life. Uh, learned a lot from her mother. And um, so the two of us when we met we met on the North Fork. Mm -hmm. And uh, well we, we kind of <laughs> fell in love on the North Fork. We, mm -hmm. Our first date was actually at the Dunkin' Donuts. Get out. In Port Fact. Yeah. Romantic. In Port Jeff, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys shared a, shared a donut? Does that, like, spark this whole thing? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it was love at first bite. <laughs> Did you just run into to each other? That sounds like a Tinder setup. <laughs> Tinder. Yeah, yeah, Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> Millennial shit. Awesome, awesome. Um, but, yeah, so uh, we, um, Kelly is going back to um, Kelly's history, and she can probably speak to it better than I can, but I know um, her mom was always a baker. Um, Kelly, uh, Kelly's mom passed away around 12 years ago, and uh, we do a lot of stuff in her memory at our shop. So uh, we used a lot of her recipes. We used to cook with a lot of her recipes in her recipe book, and uh, we started making donuts at home, and they came out amazing. How long ago was this? Um, well, Kelly, I mean, Almost how long have you been ago. using her recipes and baking? My entire life, mm. like everything that, like especially the rainbow cookie one. I watched my, I grew up watching that. And that was like my goal when she passed away. I was like, I'm gonna perfect it. It took me a really long time, but mm. they're all her recipes. My entire life, basically, I've tried to perfect them. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we we took it from from our kitchen. Well, you know, I think it's a product of a lot of things. So we, we started making. We both love cooking. We both love being in the kitchen. Something that we we both always enjoyed doing. And it uh, turned out we were pretty good at it. So um, that combined with the fact that we both hated our jobs at the time, <laughs> and we wanted to change and we wanted to do something different. Uh, took us uh, with the uh, took us to the idea of taking it out of the kitchen and bringing it to a more commercial setting and, and maybe creating something of our own. It's awesome. Over like the last few years too, it feels like there's been like this boom of this donut culture and all these kind of like craft donuts, right? Mm -hmm. All these different places opening up across Long Island, across the country. There's a lot of differences in donuts. Can you like speak to the to the differences? You know, what's a cake donut? What's a yeast donut? And you know, sure. what kind of donuts do you guys sell? Sure. I mean, to your first point, uh, Nofodoko is actually 
um, we sort of uh, we took the idea. I took the idea uh, to open up a donut shop from uh, before this. I was working uh, in the beer industry. I I used to work for Lagnitas Brewing Company, which took me to a lot of places all over the country, especially California. And if anybody's familiar with uh, California and, and going out there, you'll know that there's a ton of little mom and pop donut shops out there. A lot of like immigrant owned or a lot of small family business owned, uh, small family owned uh, donut businesses out there, little donut shops. So I took, I saw how good it was and how great they were. And we, you know, I always thought the idea of doing it in New York would have been awesome. And there are a few people doing it out here. Um, some people are doing it really well. Uh, but the more we learned about donuts, to your second point, we figured out what donuts we wanted to make. Mm. Um, and going towards my background with beer and, and uh, just have, being in love with like, the culture and the science and the, uh, the culinary aspect of it and the craft aspect of it, we wanted to uh, take the same approach with our donuts. So um, there's mainly, if you're looking at it from, I keep, hate to keep using the beer references, but from a, mm-hmm. like ales and lagers, right? You have yeah. your two uh, categories. Right. So with donuts, it's mostly cake donuts and yeast donuts. Excuse me. Yeast donuts, uh, cake donuts are a little bit denser. They're a cake consistency. Very easy to make. Um, like anything else, I'm sure it's not very easy to make awesome, but like uh, they're not hard to make. It's a cake batter. If you've ever made a cake before, it's a cake batter. You mix it up. It takes about two to three minutes to mix it up. A little bit of floor time. Add it into a hopper. Fry them, and you got donuts. We wanted to take a little bit more, because we like making things difficult. We wanted <laughs> to take difficult. more of a, of, a, of a craftier, um, historical, traditional approach to things. So um, we decided to go with yeast donuts. So what that entails is it's a lot more involved. There's a, a lot more science involved. There's a lot more uh, nuance and um, a lot more craft and, and hands-on. Uh, you need to be more involved in the process, in my opinion. I, I could be totally wrong. You know, mm-hmm. We don't make cake donuts. Yeah. Um, so the reasoning for that is uh, we uh, what you have to that's the reason why we get there at 3 a.m. actually to open up at 6 is because it takes anywhere from three to four hours to make a batch of donuts from start to finish so a lot of times people ask us like oh this is, this is an expensive donut I'm like well that donut you're holding took about four hours for us to make yeah we know? made a dollar an hour <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we got a dollar an hour out of that donut <laughs> we're not doing too well understanding the art behind is and, yeah. and there's yeah. like, like, I, like I said before, it's like there's like this, um, this kind of culture around donuts too. I mean, my fiance, you know, tags me in an Instagram post daily about like this <laughs> sick donut from wherever. You know, it's like people love donuts. You guys are kind of in the business of making people happy, right? Yeah, man. I would like to think so. Right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not reinventing the wheel here. Everybody loves donuts, right. and everybody has always loved donuts. And that's something yeah. that we always say about beer, too. It's kind of recession-proof. Yeah. Uh, and donuts are the same thing. Donuts aren't going anywhere. Yeah. You know, like, have you ever I, seen anyone sad eating a donut? Because I have. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're crying into, crying no. into their no. donut. I'll let you know when you, I do. You yeah. see people, like, sad eating ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> like, you've never true. seen someone like, sad, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, sad eating a donut. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, if you go through a breakup, you don't eat donuts. You eat ice cream, right, traditionally? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you meet your soulmate, you eat donuts. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Dunkin donuts. yeah. Uh, so what? How do you? De- what is the difference? How do you describe the difference between the yeast and the um, and the cake donut? Scientifically? Donuts no, just like, <laughs> what is Dunkin' Donuts? Just cake donuts. Mm-hmm. They're just much more dense. It's like a cake. So Dunkin' Cup Donuts has, has both. It's, you might. You, do they? Yeah. So the mo- most of the donuts that you probably have had in the past at Dunkin' are yeast, actually. Okay. But they're made in a, they're made in large quantities, frozen in the factory and mm-hmm. shipped out. They used to make their donuts at the shop, but now they're they're mass produced frozen and shipped um and what about Krispy Kreme Krispy Kreme is yeast so you get okay. that like hot soft god I love it yeah. Yeah. I love it just like 
slides right down. Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts always seem a lot more bready to me, like a piece of Italian bread or something. Yeah, yeah. and and it's, I mean to Ke- what Kelly said, they do have cake donuts. So if you, I mean, I, I think of yeast, but they do have a, a I think a ton of the cake. chocolate donuts, like the chocolate yeah. munchkins. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, the the big differences for us was when I, you know, when I thought about what, what kind of donuts we were gonna make, I thought of like being like stoned in like 11th grade and getting Krispy Kreme <laughs> and being like this is the like magic and just crushing like 10 hot Krispy yes. Kreme donuts and it's it, it wasn't just the fact that they were like sugary and delicious it was like this like hot fluffy soft like donut and they really were like little magical things and I, I loved them and I wanted us to make a donut like that you know sort of in that same mm-hmm. realm so yeast donut was the only way to, way to, to do it, it's yeah. the only way to achieve that. So um, so the the main difference is in the ingredients. So um, yeast is the is obviously the the main difference. Uh, yeast uh, when it interacts with sugar, the two byproducts are alcohol and carbon dioxide. So um, naturally, when our yeast donuts react with the sugar and we give it some table time, what's called table time after we do after we mix it anywhere from like eight to fifteen minutes, depending on the humidity, depending on the mixer we're using. Um, the donuts, the dough itself gets something called table time where it sits down on the table and it rests and the yeast starts to react. So it needs a specific temperature, um, usually room temperature. It, it'll, it'll get going in most temperatures and when it gets super cold, it'll stop. When it gets super hot, it'll kill it and stop as well. But in this, there's a big sweet spot there where it just depends on how rapid it is, which is the, um, the purpose of a proofer. Uh, so if you take a donut, we, I'll get to that part in a second. <laughs> yeah. So, um. The donuts mix, then they rest. And when they're resting, the yeast replicates, and you'll see, you'll notice the dough ball will go from something like this to something like this in about 45 minutes. Mm. So it, it, um, it's all that gas that's being trapped inside that dough, and it's creating that light, fluffy, uh, you know, little ca- all those cavities inside the dough, and it's making it, you know, that squishy, light donut that you're used to from, like, Krispy Kreme or something. Mm. So you're basically a scientist. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> I am. We actually did learn a lot of science. Yeah, it was- so interesting. Krispy Kreme used to be out east, and then it closed yeah. up, and now that place expanded so quickly, and then they all closed. Yeah, I remember just taking years. you know trips. I lived out, live out here, and we used to take trips all the time to Krispy Kreme. There was one in Huntington. There was one at the Excalibur in Vegas. I remember I was there for like four or five nights. I always ended up at Krispy Kreme. <laughs> yeah. There was one right down the block from us. And I was never sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the only one is in Jersey now. No, there's one in Mohegan Sun. Remember. In Connecticut. Oh yeah. That's one in Connecticut. And Kelly and I, the first time we were able to leave the shop. Uh, since we opened yeah. we were like uh, what was it our anniversary anniversary so we were like let's just like take a day trip so we opened up yeah. the shop and then we left midday and we went to mohegan sun took the ferry over from the north fork <clears throat> right there we had a great time and then it was like three in the morning we were both had to find donuts. Pretty, uh, <laughs> yeah. we were pretty lit up and we found uh, a krispy kreme and we we're like let's just go see what they look, what like. They look like now <laughs> you know you, you know when right. you like yeah. revisit something as an adult and it's much smaller than you remember <laughs> yeah. so these donuts were like i was like this is it <laughs> That's great. the most beautiful thing is to see that sign outside that says that they're fresh yeah they're hot and fresh yeah well it didn't hold up no sorry krispy kreme well now you're watching now you're not an amateur anymore you know it was they were they were tiny. our donuts are massive. If you're watching, <laughs> Krispy Kreme. If you're watching, uh, our donuts are massive in general. They're bigger than any other donuts I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, of course most donuts are gonna look dwarfed compared to ours. But the Krispy Kreme one it was like it could fit in my palm, and our yeah, donuts are like yeah. this we big. We do a much bigger cut. Yeah. So we were like, eh. now when did you guys open exactly? Was it uh, June fifth, two thousand eighteen? And it was just you two in the shop. Yeah. And you opened up at what time? 
Well, we were there. The, our di first day we opened, we didn't sleep. Uh, mm -hmm. It was uh, we he were there all night. Yeah, I, didn't sleep. <laughs> I was there. I we, we 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 the day before we worked all day long. And um, and then we uh, we knew we had we wanted to be open by 9 a.m. the next day because we were just giving ourselves a little leeway. So we're like, all right, let's just do 9 a.m. Um, we stayed. I stayed up all night long, and I uh, was. I, I think there was like ladders and and sheetrock and cut wood and sawdust everywhere still because we. I built the whole place out myself with my father. Hmm. Excuse me. Kelly designed it all, and my father and, and I built it all. So we were just doing everything ourselves, and there was stuff everywhere. It was drop cloth, and I was like, we gotta get open. So 24 hours, uh, 48 hours actually going into the day we opened. We we got open at 9 a.m. Shop was great. It looked awesome. We were not ready. I mean, we started calling people like our friends at home. We're like, "Can you come up to the shop and work?" My brother was behind yeah. the counter. All my mom was there. there. All of her girlfriends were there. And I'm sure there was some media hype before you opened, right? No, no. We, you just you just flipped the sign and everyone yeah. drove yeah, up. Because we yeah. were we were actually a little nervous, so we didn't even do like oh, okay. cutting. It was more like a soft opening thing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God, because we were so busy. Yeah. I think my dad, his mom, our entire family worked, all yeah. their fr best friends. Like the original pictures wow. of us yeah. when we first opened, like if we look back at these pictures in front of like June, our entire staff is like my brother, yeah. his, his girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. you know? But yeah, we didn't get any media hype actually. We, it, Cause I think it's cause of where we are. Mm. Yeah. We're in yeah. the North Fork, you know? And Why'd you guys pick that location? Yeah, how'd you end up there? Uh, well, like I said, I think Kelly and I, uh, we had, first we have like an affinity for that area. Mm. We, uh, we both love the North Fork. We fell in love with the wineries a lot together and yeah, stuff like that. My mm. mom has had a house in Southfield for like over a decade. So it just is a lot of fond memories out there. And we were thinking about opening in Patch Hog to begin with. We were looking at spaces out here and, um, I don't know. I think we both were okay with the idea of doing a lot less volume but doing what we love and doing it at a pace that we're comfortable mm -hmm. with and making a product that we're good that we're comfortable with in a quiet area yeah and we wanted like area. a mom and pop like yeah we were like all right idea. if this does well hopefully it does well and we'll have a small little donut shop forever we'll pass down to our daughter our son you know we'll, we'll uh you know we'll, we'll do it that way and um it got busy yeah. yeah, and then yeah. it got busier. Yeah, yeah. and then really Doug Eid came out <laughs> and, yeah. and blew it all up for you guys. Right? Doug Eid just yeah. sprinkled his Doug Eid. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it doesn't really matter, you know, where you're located. If you like have the best donuts, like people will go come to you. People will talk. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I just know it like firsthand because I go to when I like go to New Jersey or whatever. There's this donut place. And me and my girlfriend, or my fiance, we will drive like you know an hour out of the way just to stop at this donut place. Absolutely. Is it because maybe we're too much of foodies, or these, these places are amazing? No, but, I don't but, think it's you. Just you. It's everybody. Yeah, everybody exactly. Want, you, people are willing to travel and pay, including myself and Kelly. We're willing to travel and pay for something that's it's got a little bit more attention paid to it is a little bit more involved a little 100%. bit more crafty and it's got more love in it and it's going to taste better and you know i mean everybody everybody can attest nowadays how hard you got to work for your dollar mm -hmm. and if we're going to spend it if you're going to go out i don't want to go to the crummy bar anymore i don't want to go to the crummy restaurant i don't want fast food like I, I'll, I'll drive a half hour to go to a spot and have a cool experience and eat an awesome donut mm -hmm. you know and i think a lot of people feel the same way you guys are quintessential millennials <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is being talked about in board in like yeah. board meetings across New York City and <laughs> elsewhere, true. how millennials yeah. are willing to pay for it's quality product, so true, unlike though. our parents who just well, kind of shop mm -hmm. by price. That might be know? one of the one things that millennials got right. I mean, I'm on the I'm, I'm on the cusp of it. I'm 34, so okay, yeah. I'm, I'm what is it? What is it? Gen X? Yeah, yeah, Gen X. I'm almost 40, so I'm like I'm pretty much a Gen Xer. 
But I hang out with a lot of millennials. So I speak the language. <laughs> you know, he knows our lingo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 34 might be on the cusp. I think I got one foot in Gen X, so I'm all right. Yeah. Hey. And if you have an older yeah, brother, you get some street cred, too. There you go. Now, you grew up in Levittown? Yes, I did. Okay, what'd you grow up doing in Levittown when you were like... Uh, you know, what did we early, do? In early twenties. Yeah, where Levittown's so centrally located. Where does everyone go? The, lo- the local neighborhood bar on the corner. Yeah. Or do you go to like? Do you go to Freeport and? There's a lot you know, of Coke bars in Levittown. Rockville Center. So. There's not a lot of friendly places for, for good kids to hang out. In Levittown. Not to say I was a good kid. What we did was uh, we pretty much walked around and. Not drank. saying I was a good kid. Yeah, we pretty much walked around, and drank forties, and hung out in school fields. Oh, exactly what we did. Yeah. yeah. yeah so you know, nothing too crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, in Levittown, as it, it, I, I moved out when I was 18 to go to school, um, and uh, but before that, yeah, it's quintessential stuff. Yeah. You know, just hanging out in school fields and sumps and riding my dirt bike around and. Yep. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't know. I was we just wondering because we were talking off air. You know, people in Center Ridge, Selden, go to go out in Port Jeff. I was just kind of wondering where, you know, Levittown and and and. You know those areas in that. We would go to the Hofstra bars. Okay. Yeah. There you go. yeah. We went to like back then. It was uh, like I don't know if they're still there, but like Bogarts. Yeah, and, yeah, Bogarts. Yeah. What is it? Mulcahy's and Montour. Mulcahy's and Montour. Every uh, Mulcahy's was the only place that like really carded you. So like when you turned 21, it was like a rite of passage. You're like, now I can finally hang out at Mulcahy's. Uh, You know. So yeah, we had we had Mulcahy's and we did a lot of the Hofstra bars because I I started drinking Hofstra bars when I was like 15. Right. I think it was called BJ's back in the day. Perfect. Yeah, it was like Mirage, Bogarts. Yeah, Yeah, Bogarts. then there was Sprats. That's probably a little before your time. Sprats on the water, Oceanside, Long Beach. Probably a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah, Long yeah, Beach curious. for sure. If we ever get into NASA, we need to find find out the lay of the land. So we got to hit me up. Out. True NASA guy out. here. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're a craft beer guy. So recently, you guys did a collab with a craft brewery. You guys teamed up your donut shop, Dubco and Bayshore, and you created a strawberry donut beer. Can you yes, tell sir. us a little bit about that whole collaboration? What it was all about? Oh yeah, definitely. So this is super exciting for Kelly and I because. All right, for me, really. Like, <laughs> I, that I was mean, actually our second beer collaboration. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. What was the first oh. one? Oh, we got to show we, love we to, to, to North Fork Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Those guys are the two coolest people on the planet, and they make some incredible beer. Uh, Pete and Ian. Pete is uh, just one of the coolest guys you'll ever meet in your life, and Ian is a total nerd, <laughs> and it's perfect for beer because he's a chemist. He's like an actual yeah. chemist. So, so they're awesome. doing like super cool shit where they're like they're pulling yeast strains off of like skins of fruit yeah. on the North Fork and propagating it in this little lab they have, and they're doing really fun stuff. So we made the highest octane beer that they've made in their brewery to date uh, with them. We did a um, imperial. Uh, milk maple maple, maple, maple breakfast out, out. Yeah. yeah so we did like a ton of lactose so it was uh it was like really light and had a good body to it and it was like kind of had that milk stout vibe excuse me and then we we added 30 pounds of our donuts into the mash wow. and then we did about three gallons of our maple glaze into the fermenter just dumped it right in on top of the beer uh it came out at like 9.8 percent it was yeah Awesome. It was so set. good. What were the calories per pint? <laughs> we don't count calories. Not in this business. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, then we did. Uh, that was such an awesome thing. I mean, was it was so their awesome. idea. They, they, I always wanted to do it, but I didn't want to impose on, on another brewery. Like, hey, we should do You know, mm. We just always kicked around ideas of working together, and, and they really they really uh, pushed us to do it, and, and we did it, and it was amazing. And then after that, um, I grew. I, I've known Chris from Dubco for a long time. Um, 
I actually gave him his first keg that he started brewing from at home. When I was awesome. working at Lagunitas. Uh -huh. I gave him a Lagunitas keg. Um, and now they make some of the best beer, if not the best beer on Long Island. Oh, they're doing a great job. New York. I mean, they yeah. just brought home two medals from Tap New York, I believe, like uh, for their Coastal the IPA Coastal and their Dubco IPA. Yeah. Yeah. Sick beer. So we were psyched to work with someone like that. Uh, I work with a company like that. And um, we were... Uh, just amped that we were gonna like make this awesome can and we were gonna do this collaboration with them and work with Andrew Preston from Locals to Locals and it was actually gonna be in the stores to sell. Like the North Fork Brewery one, we just we did like a cool party and it was on tap. Now you can go to the store and buy this thing with yeah. our logo on it, you know? So we were psyched and you know, it was kind of a dream of mine because I've, I've always been in love with the beer industry and I've always wanted to be, uh, I wanted to own my own brewery. Um, it just never came to fruition so um, yeah, it was really amazing. It was like kind of a dream come true to start doing these things. And Kelly and I both have always had a goal of, uh, from the start with No Fodoco, to align ourselves with businesses that are doing sort of the same stuff that we're doing, that are uh, kind of like the same vibe as us, um, and just kind of working together and teaming up and doing something really cool with another small uh, crafty company owned by cool people doing cool stuff making cool products so for us it was like a natural progression to do something with Dubco it came out incredible um, I actually just got off the phone with them before I was here and I think we're going to line up another one oh, that's awesome uh, could, you, could you tell us about the beer like what, what the flavor is and is it available in like four packs and where so the reason I th why I think we're doing another one is because uh, I'm pretty sure it's sold out all like island wide within, wow. within a week. Yeah, um, I tried uh, it. It was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. So it's a it's a strawberry milkshake IPA. Now, even as a beer guy, I wasn't too keen on the milkshake style. Mm. Um, it sounds disgusting, to be honest with you. <laughs> and that's what my fiance said, yeah. and then she tried, it and she's like, "Wow, this is actually really good." Yeah, yeah and I, she doesn't I, even like beer. I, yeah, I kind of wish they had a different name for it, but it, but once you drink the beer, you realize it's actually an appropriate name. It mm. is kind of thick. Um, and it's, you know, tons of lactose, so the milkshake kind of works. And um, it sounds gross, but it actually works really freaking well. And we're lucky enough to do it with a company that makes that style, like, to a T. They're incredible. I think Tired Hands and, like, kind of sort of invented the style. But um, Dubco borrowed it, like, you know, most yeah, – Nobody invented right. the style, really. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, a lot of people are making milkshake IPAs, but I think, I think Dubco is doing it better than anybody right now. So, um, I tried the style at the brewery with Chris and Andrew and Kelly, and uh, we were like, "Yeah, this is this is awesome. I love it. I mean, the, the style itself, milkshake kind of, you know, everything's really juicy New England style IPA, super cloudy, very bright and juicy, and it's awesome. I love it. But what I liked about the milkshake style is the uh, the addition of like oats and lactose kind of subdued the bitterness a little bit and balanced it a little bit more. So mm -hmm. you've got all this awesome, rich, bright flavor without like crazy bitterness, you know. So it really even highlighted the the, the qualities of, of a New England style IPA that people already love without that harsh bitterness at the end. So we were like, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, so we uh, we have our strawberry donut that we make at the shop. So we added same style, same kind of uh, concept. We added a bunch of donuts to the mash. Uh, tons of lactose and tons of strawberry at the end, and the labeling looks awesome too. Yeah, yeah, can looks awesome. Yeah, when Andrew really Andrew sent it to us, he's yeah. like, "What do you think?" And uh, me, Kelly, and Chris were like, he gave us like two styles. It was like one with the sprinkles on it and the other one without it. And he's like, "Yeah, I don't really like the sprinkles, so I think we're gonna go with this one." And me, Chris, and Kelly were like, "Nah, the man, sprinkles. the sprinkles are cool. <laughs> like, so awesome. let's roll with it." Yeah, and uh, I'm glad we did because I think the can came looks out so, incredible. Yeah. Looks so good. Yeah. So, and you really guys are good. working on something. Something else soon. Yeah, no details yet, uh, but I know that we do. We're definitely going to work with them more, and we hope to work with more breweries. But definitely Dubco, um, and we want to possibly 
I think we would all like to do some sort of a series where, you know, we put it out and you know people people were coming to the donut shop to buy it. And I was like, dude, we don't have a liquor license here. We can't sell you can't beer. Sell <laughs> that would be cool, like a yeah. twelve pack, like a dozen donuts, like all different flavors in the twelve pack. They would have to sell yeah. it at the brewery. Yeah, that would be right, we right. can't sell the beer, but they could yeah. sell our donuts. So yeah, that's not yeah, a good yeah, idea. Yeah. That's a really yeah. cool idea. But speaking of collaborations, off mic we were talking about you guys going to be working with uh, Blue Point Brewery a little bit. Can we talk about that? Yeah, yeah, sure. So. Um, we haven't said anything in stone just yet, but it's it's pretty much there. So uh, we got contacted by uh, some really great people at uh, at Blue Point, uh, the executive chef and uh, a guy named Adam. Uh, really good people came into the donut shop, and we met over the uh, winter. Um, and they had expressed some interest in possibly selling our donuts at the uh, in the tap room. So they contacted us recently and said uh, we're we're getting closer. We're going to open up. I'm like uh, you want to do this? And Next Kelly month. and I were like, hell yeah, yeah. let's do it. So we're working out details now, but yeah, you, um, it's about almost 100% chance you'll be able to buy our donuts at the tap room in Blue Point. Wow. So you awesome. ended up yeah. in Patchogue anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you guys distribute anywhere else other than out of your own shop in Manitoc and, and potentially Patchogue soon? Right now, we're, we're kind of just trying to hone in on all that and mm-hmm. figure that out and Get a Don't want to oversaturate team. the market yeah. at the same time, right? That's, it's a delicate dance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think in the beginning we were like, yeah, let's pump it out. Let's get like a bunch of donuts out. And then we, we actually had to pull back a little bit because we didn't realize how busy the shop was going to get and we mm-hmm. couldn't handle mm-hmm. it. So we definitely pulled back on wholesale a little bit, but the uh, the past few months have been completely focused on ramping up production so we can start doing wholesale. But uh, we want to do it in a very particular strategic way. Like, I don't think Kelly and I want to see our donuts in 100 different cafes right. on the island. I think yeah. we'd rather probably see it at 20, 25 places all over the island that are sort of in the same idea of what we was talking about earlier, where, like, uh, we, you know, they sort of aligned with us, like a partnership almost. You know, they do good business, they make a good product, and um, they could highlight their product with our donuts. And we Like-minded people and products. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. I, I don't think it's about distribution from a from a business standpoint it's more about volume than distribution for us so mm-hmm. we'd rather sell a ton of donuts at a really awesome business than sell a dozen a week at a hundred different cafes right. you know? what about uh catering do you guys do any catering for private parties and stuff like that that's this genius right here that i don't want to touch we do, yeah. we do a lot of catering we do a ton of weddings we did I think over 60 weddings last summer wow. at all the vineyards. So that's Like at the donut wall and yeah. all that? We do the donut wall, the donut tower, baptism, birthdays, anything. You come to, we did donut bouquets for Valentine's Day. Oh, that's amazing. We do I'd, anything. I'd, and, and we love a good challenge, too. If I get an email and they're like, can you do this? I'm like, yeah, we'll figure it out. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I baptized a baby with strawberry frosting this summer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really do that. Yeah. Uh, now, the, yeah. the shop out in Matatech, what is it? what does it look like? Is it... Um, and what was there before you guys took it over? It was a frozen yogurt shop. Okay. Yeah. The, the vibe, um, mm. it's like... Is it tiny? It's is super, it, I, yeah. It's super cool. We like it very homey. It's like rustic and quaint. Mm-hmm. Pallets everywhere. Nice. Greenery, yeah. And then behind the, the storefront is where you make the donuts every day? Yep. And then you purchase the beer store next door, and you're looking to Correct. produce more there. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, the store itself, the shop is it's really it's really cool. It's small, quaint. Someone uh I think someone described it like I don't think they meant to say this, but they're like, Yeah, it's like a little hole in the wall. You never expect it. I was like, That's kind of <laughs> insulting. It's, yeah. it's kinda true that yeah. it's kinda a charming little yeah. hole in the wall. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. We did great work there. There's nothing, you know, dilapidated about it. We redid everything. We you know, we, we made the place look really nice. But it is sort of small and in the middle of nowhere. You know, it's not on Love Lane, it's not in Matatuck proper. But it is, uh, it's it's you know it's its own little area, and I think it kind of adds appeal to it as well. I think it's um, 
like super it's just like it, we have our own thing going on which i think people appreciate and unless you are doing well that sort of thing might put you out of business you know because you kind of like stand aside from everything else but uh, i think that people appreciate our vibe and what we're doing over there and it's a fun little spot to get away to um, the parking lot sucks, but <laughs> we gotta come. We gotta come up with some sort of idea to do like some sort of donut festival. You know, like there's like craft beer tasting, like some sort of like donut festival. Where we get all these guys from you know you and all oh. other donut places in Long Island. Yeah, everyone goes Such up to like idea. Lake Placid or something. Like yeah, that. <laughs> no, or like we like do yeah. something in like Long Island and like maybe have like the best donut donut win something. Like yeah. I love it, like a chili cook off. Cool. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. meets like a cast <laughs> festival. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, maybe Greater Long Island will do it. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Greater Long Island. And just if you're listening, the greatest donuts. <laughs> and greatest donuts contest. Such different donuts, so I think right? that's pretty friendly, cool. com- friendly yeah. competition. Yeah, it'd be a I good, like good way to like really exercise your creativity and yeah. just For sure. you know push the envelope. I'll, uh, you know? I'll sign up to be the tester. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to look far. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, that's like that's it's actually interesting you say that. That's like something that we absolutely love doing. We love elevating the product to uh, to do something cool. Like we do a lot of wine pairings, so a lot of the vineyards out by us they'll. Um, we do, they'll t- give us like tasting profiles of their wine and Kelly and I will sit down and we'll come up with different donut flavors that we've never made before or, or don't have at the shop or that probably anyone would ever expect to be on a donut. And um, we have a lot of fun with it. It gives us a chance to like kind of geek out a little bit and, and do something fun and different with the donuts. And we've been doing a lot of that lately. Last week we did a bananas we, and we do everything from scratch and uh, in our kitchen uh, day of. So we made like a fresh banana fosters um, in the kitchen and we made a banana foster's donut we cut it in half and we did like uh, fresh chocolate shavings on it with um, a chocolate drizzle and that came out really good fresh and we yeah, we Kelly makes all these awesome whipped creams, like honey whipped creams, honey cinnamon whipped creams, and we did a Bailey's whipped cream for uh, um, St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. So yeah, we made this amazing whipped cream and banana fosters and uh, to pair with a certain wine, and then we made a um, we made a lemon meringue with like a fresh raspberry sauce that we cooked down and made ourselves, and we made a strawberry shortcake donut. Um, so we do fun stuff like that where you kind of wow. like just kind of flex the donut muscle a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh we got God. one coming out. Actually, we're making this tomorrow. I'm a little shook about it. Not really shook. <laughs> I'm like, we have, we have to map it out. It's like, you know, it's prep. You know, we have right. to figure out how we're going to do this. It's not just dipping and throwing sprinkles on it. Like, uh, like these sort of things, take they take time to kind of formulate, plan, and, and figure out. So um, we got... Um, they're doing a press release tomorrow for this. I don't mm-hmm. know if I can talk. I, I don't. That's not a big deal. So uh, I don't think this will air until probably. It's only days, Facebook right? Live. It's not going to air. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. So yeah, we're doing this really cool. Don- they didn't know what to not talk about it. So it's a cool donut. So Kelly and I, we're trying to figure out how to. to so we're going to be in some great company tomorrow uh, for Great Chefs of the North Fork mm-hmm. or Chefs of the North Fork. So yeah. some real amazing people and some great chefs are going to be out there and. Um, they're doing a press release for this event that comes out in July. So we wanted to make something fun and something cool. Um, so uh, we did uh, what we're going to do is like uh, we, we made this donut called the goat. It's like the, the goat, the greatest of all time. And we're using goat cheese, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, something you wouldn't expect on donuts. So we're uh, making our fresh yeast risen donut filler and we're going to fill it half of it with a like a blueberry, a fresh blueberry compote that we make and a little bit of like a goat cheese filler from a local farm out in the North Fork. We're going to make a fresh blackberry, blueberry icing and wow. top it with fresh berries. Mm-hmm. And we're making a homemade lemon sugar uh, dusting on it. So it's going to like that's something that we do to sort of elevate the product and set us aside from what other people are doing. Wow. Much more culinary forward. Yeah. So we get to have fun. Yeah. Yep. yeah. We're also seeing on social media that there's like expansion plans in the works for you guys to, you know, to uh, open a possible second location. Is there anything you can go into into on that one? 
We're working on it. Yeah. yeah. Stay tuned for sure. I would say, um, you know, if you pay close enough attention, I'm sure the clues are there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we're working on it. We uh, we got a location planned out. Kelly and I are working tirelessly around the clock to figure out how to make it all work and get it open as quickly as possible. We're... Um, you know the the amount of, of of planning that goes into something like that was way beyond what we expected mm-hmm. um so it's been extremely uh, exciting and like it's been a huge learning experience we've i mean when we started when we started out the new location we were talking with a landlord and i think like three emails in, i was like listen man i don't know what the hell you're talking about <laughs> i don't know who what this is mechanical engineer so i was like i don't know any of these people i was like so if you want me to start paying rent we got to figure this out and you got to tell me what we got to do so it's been a great learning experience for us we've learned a ton and um we're there we're getting there you know cool. so we're going to start announcing some stuff we're going to be doing some cool fun like media content releases um involving that and um yeah we're going to be doing some more projects with other uh companies um, to sort of nice. align ourselves with that in the new opening. So, we, yeah, no, no details, no serious details yet, but mm-hmm. uh, we're getting there. How nice, many no. um, locations did you check out before you, you found this this one? Did you, like, travel all over? Like, was it a bunch, or did you just, like, found this one? Or well, like, did you get a call from a friend, like, you got you to gotta check this place out? No. Actually, we actually only checked out one other location. Here. Oh, wow. Then, yeah, in Patchogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we got the phone call, and they... The, our um, real estate agent said, I have something you might like. We were like, meh, I don't know if that's our vibe, if that's what we want. We checked out one other building in Matatuck, a house, and then we just fell in love with this location. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. It really was like love at first sight. Because yeah. Yeah. You had like a Tinder date with your own uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. potential space. <laughs> uh, and how, how could people follow along? I don't know if you have more questions, but how could people follow along to try to, you know, to learn about all the, I mean, such a dynamic company uh where can people follow you guys to find out what you're doing who you're working with what you're opening instagram 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 yep. mm. yeah that's our we sort of live and die by that um because it's such a great platform to get information out there and we have had the fortune of of getting like such a big following on instagram so early so we're able to get this stuff out to people um and donuts are so photogenic yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you're they in the are. right They're business so for instagram have, have you guys um i'm sure you have it's like people in bikinis and donuts top two things food influencers <laughs> we should probably mix yep. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's actually a really great idea donut bikini yeah donut bikini that's like it isn't that like next level shit right here but i was gonna say i'm sure you guys have bumped into a bunch of food influencers and, and that stuff what is that whole experience like when you have all these people come down and take pictures of your stuff like what is that whole process it's exciting um in the beginning it was really cool you know we we're like oh they we really learned so much, yeah. look, yeah. At, look at their they're posting pictures of, of what we created you know it's kind of cool and then now it's like oh we got we got to give it to them for free like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah everyone keeps knocking on the door now right <laughs> yeah but it's good i mean they've they've helped us in in ways that we couldn't imagine i didn't see the value in any of this stuff you know admittedly so i i was like hey instagram we'll get a, we'll get an instagram going and um we ran it ourselves for the first 4000 followers and kelly did it all and um thank god i didn't have anything to do with it cuz i i didn't really care about it <laughs> and uh kelly saw the uh the um sort of the importance behind it and took it by herself in like a couple of months to 4000 followers which is like bananas and and then we um we had um, a a company step in and, and help us out to get to uh to get to now what we have just recently a few days ago we have 10,000 followers now incredible it's awesome very nice yeah Yeah. um 
Well, I'm good. You got anything else you want to ask? Yeah, it's oh, almost yeah, bedtime. Yeah, it's it's bedtime. actually yeah. very relaxing. Yeah, it's 2.18 in the afternoon. About this is bedtime for you guys. This is the least I've used my brain. In oh, like, good, good. Yeah, it's wonderful, man. That's great yeah. to hear. But awesome. The two of us usually barking at each other in front of a computer and a, and a, and a notebook for like six hours. Oh, good. We got the energy the level yeah. down. Yeah, that's nice. nice. For sure. But yes. no, guys, thank you very much for joining us on our podcast. This is episode 24. Everyone who's listening to us, thank you for tuning in. And make sure to like, subscribe, rate us, check out NoFudoko, get some donuts, take some pictures of it, post it on Instagram, and tag us, tag them. Thank you very much, guys. At NoFudoko. At NoFudoko. Yeah. Thank you, guys. The 495. Thank you, so thank much, you guys. I've ever felt before in my current state and in these days of war. We must grow together or the end is near. Thicken up your skin and loosen up your fears. I've been waiting, waiting, waiting through my limitations, choosing to move.